Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop roleplaying and escape room puzzles. We are just starting season five. Welcome to season five, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our mid-season bonus break. We did some fun stuff, played Trivial Pursuit for some reason, but it, uh, I think it was very enjoyable. Uh, so season five, for people who are new to the show, uh, we finished Descent of the Culladins, which was a connected arc of stories, and we're back to standalone rooms. So this episode is completely self-contained. And it means that you get to play some again. That's true, I get to play again. Oh, And I'm going to be playing today. Every episode, we have guests play through an escape room that Danny has created just out of her mind, out of her imagination, and they try and solve puzzles and escape the room. And this episode, we have a pretty special guest. Uh, if you don't know him, then you've... I don't know what you've been doing for the past... Your media choices like, are interesting. What have you done? Have you not seen a television? I don't, under, I don't understand. Uh, so uh, welcome to the show, star of stage and screen, Neil Patrick Harris. Hey, what's cracking? Uh, thank you for coming on the show. It's very exciting. It's my great pleasure. I'm a fan of the show. I've been listening to you guys on subways and uh, while I'm organizing my house and uh, you're just in my head all the time right now. I'm a little bit behind, so I'm, I'm not completely up to date. I'm, I'm still uh, I'm on episode 40-something, 40 44 or 45. All right, so if you're listening to this, don't tweet Neil with spoilers for Descent of the Culladins. Now, see, by, by doing that, no, you're doing... No. That's a subtle, like, anti-call to action. <laughs> now, that's all that's going to happen. <laughs> Thanks. I can't look at my Twitter feed for another, like, another <laughs> week. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> excited to be here. And it's a very meta moment uh, for me because I have imagined how I would do in this situation. And I, and I was very envious of Jason Ritter because he got to do one. Um, yeah, God, he was very excited. And so, uh, and so it's very cool. And I'm, I'm assuming that I'll mess, uh, mess up more than I'll succeed. But that's why I'm thrilled that you're playing along. And <laughs> I'm your safety blanket. I'm appreciative that you guys do what you do. This is a, it's an amazing skill set, to be honest. And I've always wondered how to how it's done. I'm very fascinated with with the structures of things. So when I saw Sleep No More that Punch Drunk did in New York, I just couldn't believe mm -hmm. that multiple scenes were being played out by actors at the same time, but with no dialogue. And how did it connect? But more importantly, how was it made? Like how did how was that rehearsed? How did that even come to be? So, in the escape room zeitgeist, I'm always equally fascinated by the creation of it. So it's been fun to listen to what mm. you guys do, and I applaud you for it. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. Uh, so we asked the same question to all our guests. Do you have coming into this? Obviously, you've listened to the show. You've seen Sleep No More. Uh, what's your escape room experience? I have a fair amount of escape room experience. I've probably done. Uh, 20, 25 different rooms. I've traveled mm. around a bit and I've done, I did a TV show called Series of Unfortunate Events that filmed in Vancouver. So I spent time by myself a lot in Vancouver. So escape rooms are always fun to do in a town that you've never been to. I've lived in Los Angeles, so I've done a bunch over there. I live in New York right now. So uh, I've, I've done them here. I'm very into the immersive experiential world. So while I like a locked room with lots of padlocks, I'm more excited by ones that have multiple rooms or actors within. I love haunted houses. I love uh, Cirque du Soleil's. Mm. I like being fully immersed in something. So I've mm. been a little 
I don't know, my, I think my brain seeks uh, the structure of puzzles that are solvable. Because in life, so often, there's, there's, uh, there's multiple options of doors to open, metaphorically, but all of them are kind of the right answer. So I spend probably an undue amount of time <laughs> pondering which is the right, the, the better solution. So I think it's fun to be able to do things where there's legitimately a solution to be solved. Yeah. Perfect. That's a nice way of thinking about it. I think that's pretty much why I like trivia so much. Yeah, Th- right? You can get a tick in trivia. You can have someone tell you you did good. Oh, wonderful. So our, our, our show, rather than being a physical one, we, we've taken it into this audio area and made it a little bit more like a role-playing game. We, we say at the start, it's mixed between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. So what is your experience with, if any, with role-playing? Playing I a role. I don't have <laughs> any experience in the in the tabletop gaming so much except my brother mm. Brian who's three years older than myself he when he was younger was a DM for Dungeons and Dragons back in the 80s when it was um, sinful I guess when there was a whole remember <laughs> the whole kids playing Dungeons oh, and Dragons yeah. were apparently gonna be worshipping the Summon devil Satan. Yeah. Uh, so I got to observe his games and them making little lead figurines and and rolling yeah. dice and things so that's all exciting i don't know any of this new uh the new versions of them but i certainly like the improvisation coming up with a character and playing along so that's what i kind of know about the tabletop stuff so uh we've talked we've asked questions i think that we're getting ready for the room i think we're about ready to oh, go oh man and- I'm nervous i'm nervous it's You're the first in. episode of season five you guys we can't i can't let you down don't. If you let us down, you cut. You're out of the show. Fair. And by complete and utter coincidence, audiences, this room, see, uh, season five, episode one, was a magic-themed room. Yes! And Neil, you have a, a little bit of magic experience, I hear? I know a thing or two about magic. It was my hobby growing up as a kid. I became a, I was a, a member of the Magic Castle, uh, a private club in Los Angeles, I wound up um, becoming the president of that place and running it. I, I've directed people's magic shows. I've produced people's magic shows. I'm, I make it a point in a P.T. Barnum kind of way to encourage people to follow variety arts, magic included. I'm writing and written a middle grade children's book series called The Magic Misfits that you can buy at your local bookshop. Just finished book three. Book four comes out in uh, half a year or so. Uh, so yeah, magic will be good. I hope they're magic-themed puzzles, but I suspect they're, they're probably not. I suspect that my magical knowledge is somewhat less than yours, so <laughs> temper your expectations. Well, it may it may. Yeah, you're coming, to you're my coming with too much. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we're ready to start. Danny, would you like to get us going? Oh, yes, quite. <laughs> okay, good. Even though it's your 20th time in the audience of the Duchess Theatre, you're watching the man on stage with bated breath. You're not moving a muscle, you're not even blinking, because you don't even want to miss a second of Tony Stein, the best, most awe-inspiring magician in the country, maybe the world. It's almost the end of the first half of the show, and you've been mouthing along with his pre-trick speeches and his jokes the whole time. But although you know his words, no matter how many times you watch him, you still can't figure out his tricks. He's amazing. Now, you two are sort of amateur magicians yourselves. So you think that you've got the skills to spot the sleight of hand, the subtle misdirection. But 
no such luck and you are burning with curiosity. You have been for years. And that's why tonight you've got an idea. See, Tony Stein's son, Oliver, used to be his apprentice, but has decided to move on to another career. And even though before him, Tony had never, ever taken on apprentices before, maybe now he's feeling a bit lonely. Maybe there's a gap to fill and he wants to share all his secrets with someone. So when the intermission begins, you make your way into the foyer with the crowd, but instead of following them to the bathrooms and concession stands, you slip your way past the ushers into the corridor backstage. You tiptoe up a stairwell, and soon you find yourself at Tony Stein's door. Here goes nothing. You knock. And everything goes black. Oh, okay. From somewhere around you, you hear the amazing Tony Stein's voice. I've seen you two here before. Sounds a little bit more menacing than he does on stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're trying to steal my tricks. You work for my competition. Well, I'm not going to let that happen. You think you can figure out my secrets? Try to figure your way out of this. Ah, rude, but also true. We were trying to steal the secrets. <laughs> you true. were trying to... I mean, we, we kind of were. In the most innocent way possible. Guilty yeah, as charged, still. but I'm still offended. I mean, really. <laughs> the darkness vanishes and Tony Stein is nowhere in sight. And... Neither is the door you just knocked on, or the hallway, or the stairs. You're now inside a room and there's absolutely no door to be seen. In fact, Bill, all you can see is ceiling because you're trapped inside a box with your head sticking out the top and your feet sticking out <laughs> oh, the bottom. No. <laughs> and sitting on top, on top of the box, just above your chest area, is a saw. Uh, oh boy. Don't, don't, Neil, don't you do it What? I, I can think it, of Neil. one thing to do with this <laughs> Get your hands off that saw, Neil <laughs> M- Maybe Tony Stein isn't so whimsical and wonderful after all I, I mean, maybe he's going to come back here and saw you in half And then, Neil, you'll be next Oh boy. You, you look around for anything that might help like you and this halving box are in the bottom right corner of the room The southeast corner Whatever works best. And against the right wall, you can see a big, broad chest of drawers. Over in the top right corner is a large tank full of water. Nice. The top wall, the north wall, has a mirror built into it. And in the top left corner, there's a small table. From here, you can see that on top of it are a deck of cards and a single large metal ring. Now, how do you interpret that? Because apparently Lan interpreted single large metal ring to mean a ring that could fit on your finger. No, oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking like, a hoop. like a linking ring. Thank oh, you. All right. Now, on the bottom wall, towards the left corner, there are three hooks sticking out of the wall with various items hanging from them. And finally, hanging from the left wall, there's a birdcage. None of that looks like it's going to help get someone out of a box or out of a doorless room. So maybe you'll need a bit of magical help to get out of here. And Bill, you're trapped in a box. You're not going to be very helpful. Oh, no. I go... (laughs) And that's about all you can do. Interesting. And there's no door in this room? Uh, seemingly no not. How can how can you have an escape this podcast episode where we don't check the door? <laughs> I know I can't. That was, was going to be my first exciting thing to do is check the door itself. 
You gotta check the door. There's always a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, first I go and uh, I, I'm gonna go check the box that Bill is in and the and the saw above it, and Neil. just <laughs> good idea. Smile at him. Neil. So the box, obviously, for a soaring and half trick, definitely in one piece now. And Bill, for you, you're just extremely uncomfortable. Your legs hurt. There's something digging into your shoulder. And Neil, you can't find a way to just open it normally. However, you do see right beside Bill's head a series of ten colored buttons. Oh Ooh. boy! Don't press them. Don't you? Don't, don't kill me, Neil. Don't press the one labeled sore. I just randomly press 10, 10 buttons in a row and see what happens. You, you, you can just do like a keyboard sweep of all of the buttons. And when you press a button, it stays pressed down. Okay. But once you've pressed all 10, they just all pop back up. Got it. You got it wrong. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's, there's like a, an, a, a color code, like an order. You have to press the buttons. Are the buttons in different have- colors? They are all different colors. I haven't written there exactly which colors they were, but coming up with 10 colors, you'll probably come up with the right 10 colors. Tell me, Danny, what are the 10 colors? Um, red. Yep. Blue. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Yep. White. Okay. You know, colors. No, no, yeah, no, keep going, though. That's four. That's four. Etc. Can you do six more colors? Etc. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> Um, now, you also said you wanted to look at the saw. What is this chartreuse button? <laughs> <laughs> this cyan button looks amazing. <laughs> but the saw, so you pick it up and it's got that kind of wobbliness to it. It might get the job done, but let's just say you get a very strong feeling that not much in this room could just be sawed through as a solution. It looks like this thing would break if it sawed through anything except for really thin wood, say. Got it. And you do notice there's a sticker on the handle with a handwritten message on it. It says, anyone hits Tom, she'll zap you. Anyone hits Tom, she'll zap you. She'll zap you. That's a strange sentence. Is it punctuated or just the words? Oh, it's got punctuation. What is the punctuation? Comma after Tom? (laughs) Appropriate. Anyone hits Tom, comma, she'll zap you, exclamation point. That's fair. Or is it a question That's mark? That's important. Anyone? Okay, well, a couple things. Who is Tom? Fair and question. Who, yep. who, is, who is she? Hmm. Yeah. Tom, Tom can be she. Oh, that's true. Can it? Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's a bird. Maybe the bird's called Tom. I don't know if there's a bird in the bird cage, but maybe there's a bird oh, called Tom. Oh, there is a bird cage. I run to the bird cage and I ask if, if I say, Tom want a cracker? Yeah. Neil, where are you, Neil? <laughs> well, you don't see a bird in the bird cage. That's not to say there mightn't be one in there, though, because what is in the bird cage, besides a bunch of lightly shredded paper lining the bottom of it, there's an upside down top hat. Ooh. And there is a small sign sort of beside the cage, and it says, Shh, I may be a dove, but I'm a night owl. I may be a dove, but I'm a night owl. Hmm. And that's a sign that's next to the hat? Uh, I said beside the birdcage. Ah, beside the birdcage. Got it. Now, Neil's voice, Nightwing. Maybe, maybe that's a clue. (laughs) (laughs) This room was just that much of a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm a night owl, okay? 
You always got to be careful with it. Like there's, there's, like there's going to be something really specific in the wording of these clues. Agreed. Like I'm sure it couldn't be. I might be a dove, and then the whole thing would change, and the room would wouldn't work. I don't know, but you never know. You know what? Maybe I'm just being creative. <laughs> And I love it. Writing words. Maybe it's just flavor text, guys. All right, so it's in it's <laughs> in my nature to try and solve things as they happen, but I feel like it would be more advantageous to keep looking around the room and gathering. Yeah, some I reckon we just got to. Since I'm near I think this we just bird gather. cage, can I open up the bird cage and and take the hat out? You cannot. It's locked. Is the bird cage locked with locked. something like a, a a padlock? No, it just seems to be like an inbuilt sort of locking system. It's a sad bird. Not something that I'm going to try and open up. <laughs> Perhaps hmm. it's some sort of magic that you're unfamiliar with. Oh, this Mr. Magic Tony Stein. Okay, um well I Thank I, you I, to I, our Patreon donors, the Steins. Thanks, yeah. Steins. I'm so envious of the Patreon Steins. Someday it'll be me. Oh, wait, I'm playing right now. Okay, I turn around <laughs> and I look right next to me to these hooks on the walls and apparently there's things on the hooks. What's, what, what am I looking yeah. at? Yeah. Okay, so on the left hook, there's a big black umbrella. On the middle one, there's a cane. And on the right one, balancing kind of precariously is a magic wand. Ooh. Pocket it. Um, a black umbrella. Hmm. A cane. Is the cane black as well? The cane is, it looks, it's black. It looks like it's made of wood that's been painted black. But when you pick it up, it actually doesn't feel like wood at all. And if you like, tap it against the floor, it kind of echoes a bit. It sounds like it's made of metal underneath all that veneer. Hmm. I think I'd like to use that for something someday. What about the magic wand? Can I examine that? Uh, it also looks like it's made of dark wood. But again, you aren't quite convinced. It doesn't feel like metal this time but it definitely doesn't feel right something's off about the balance of it the tip is much heavier than the rest of it does it unscrew is there a way to to, to see what's inside of it you cannot find a way to do that i've still got to get better at this saying no thing <laughs> can we can is it is it smashable is no. that not what we should do because it's an no. escape room okay so it's a good question. Maybe yeah. it's something we can smash. No, no, that's fair. In a room that's got a saw in it, you can't put breaking things totally off the table. <laughs> exactly. A magic wand, historically, would be used to make things uh, magically happen, right? And since well, the, the, the tip of it seems to be heavy, I'm going to... Can I can I just keep Ooh. it with me? Do I need to leave it on the hook? Oh, absolutely. Not ah, all stick good. Stick it in your inventory. I'm going to stick it in my inventory. Um, and before I see if it can make anything magically move like a ma i'm thinking magnet i'm thinking there's if my yeah, metal yeah. or Maybe magnet can unlock something but I, I i overlooked the black umbrella i'm afraid to open it inside a room because it's bad luck but i want to examine it anyway that's cool uh if you try to examine it let's just say that completely not of your volition it's going to open up anyway just so you can see what happens without getting the bad luck okay good but it's you know, it's about what you'd expect. Really dark, black, in very good condition. It doesn't look like it was a stage prop. It looks like somebody's very real, very heavy-duty <laughs> umbrella. And it's one of those ones that's super curved. Yeah, you know, some umbrellas are a bit more flat, but some okay. of them curve all the way around you. Looks like it could fit maybe two people perfectly underneath it, and it casts a big dark shadow over you if you put it over your head. Hmm. I was so expecting something to fall out of this umbrella when it oh, opened. Sorry. 
I don't play that way. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, don't play that way. Okay, I'm. Um, let's keep the umbrella on the hook. And can I examine the hooks? Do they move or adjust at all? Ooh. They seem a little bit kind of old on the wobbly side, but not like twistable or pull offable or anything like that. Cool. Okay. Um. Hey, Bill, how are you doing in the box? I've I've just He's accepted numb. it now. Have you escaped this is it. yet? This is my life. I'm a box boy. What kind of magician's assistant are you? Try harder. All right, I try hard. I try hard. I try my hardest to get out. Okay, well, while, while Bill's trying to go hard. invisible, but not incorporeal. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go and look at this interesting small table. It has a couple magic props on it. Can I look at this deck of cards? Oh, absolutely. So the table itself, first of all, small IKEA esque. No drawers, <laughs> no shelves, and yet the only things on top of it are the cards and the metal ring. You open up this deck of cards and you do a quick count, 52 cards, no jokers, and then there are a couple of extra different coloured ones up the back that look like they're instructions for a few magic card tricks. You have not heard of them. Like One of them's called The Invisible King, one's called Six Prince, one of them is called Two, Three and Dupree. <laughs> you take another look at the playing cards themselves, and you, while you were just flicking through the tops of them, you didn't notice, but... All of these cards are marked with a little letter drawn on the bottom. And that is the image that has been sent to you. And Bill, uh, for a bit oh, of extra convenience, yes. you get a real packet of marked yeah, playing look cards. look at you, Neil. Look what you're missing out on. <laughs> I've got an actual deck of cards that Danny has marked up. With Amazing. For you. So, so for you, it should be the same, uh, the image that you've just been sent. For people at home, this image is linked in the show notes below which should have the same deck of cards, but I can shuffle them around. And thank you to my mother, whom today (laughs) I went over to her house and I asked if she could sacrifice a deck of playing cards that she didn't mind not getting back. This is fantastic. so cool. So I'm looking at um, an image of, it starts at the two of hearts and goes all the way through with ace, I guess, being the highest number past the king. And I have the hearts, below is the diamonds, then the clubs, and finally the spades. Yep. And sure enough, there's different letters going from the top. I see B-E-L-E-W-F-I-Y, which are all... Oh, no, there's two E's. So each card does not seem to represent a singular letter. Well, we've had this once before. Hey. That a deck of, no, 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 no. But like that a deck of 52, you'd, you'd fit the alphabet twice over. Uh-huh. Because there's 26 letters, so, you'd, so there should be two, at least two cards... Like, if they were all unique, you'd still need at least two cards with the same letter. Fair, um, but looking so through, I'm seeing lots twice. of O's. I'm seeing lots of E's, yeah. which is great. So I'm assuming at a certain point we're going to have to either play some cards or find something that uses up these cards to put them in some sort yeah, of order to spell some, some, some kind of code. What were those... What were those, uh, those uh, Extra tricks? cards. Those yeah, invisible oh, one king. Of them, uh, the invisible king, six prince, and two, three, and Dupree. Well, let's have a look. What's on the kings? So these are just full instructions for how to set up tricks on those instructions cards. They're quite long and convoluted. Um, but if we but... look at the, the kings we've got, yeah. I see the king of hearts has a K. Indeed. I don't think this is going to mean anything. King of Your diamonds has an O. Oh. Clubs is King of, R. 
Yep. And the final king of spades is a D. Cord. Find a cord. I look everywhere a for a cord that... Oh, no, wait. It starts with a I'm K. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's actually dork. <laughs> it's a dorky bloody oh. dork. What a dork. Um, well, that doesn't help. I do like the trick 2-3 of Dupree. That's very funny. Um, Rod K. Uh, I try to find a bunch of rods that have different letters in them. Yeah. And I, t- I take Rod K. Maybe the Kth rod. Um <laughs> Hmm, six okay. prints, yeah. Okay, so that doesn't necessarily seem to help. Invisible king, six prints, and two, three, and debris. I mean, for, it, is it for realism, Bill, you should stop looking at those cards because your your hands are stuck. Neil's Neil's holding them above my face so I can oh, see okay. them. Okay. <laughs> Look at these cards, box boy. Should I spend any time, Danny, looking at the instructions of say two, three, and debris and how that game works? Eh, Do you have not at this up? stage? Okay, good. Yeah, they're long. They're convoluted. I don't know, they say things like, cool, place all of the twos and then all of the fours, but in the reverse suit order, and they just, you know, have complicated setup. Okay. Got it. I feel like maybe this is another case where we're going to need more information place to them know in how piles, to interact with these cards. One inch apart from each other for the first two piles, and then <laughs> 2.5 inches for the next one. <laughs> I love this trick. game. Um, <laughs> okay, let me let me just, to, to finish off uh, the cards, what is there anything unique about the card box itself? No, that's all good. Terrific. I didn't mark that in any way. And next to it is what a the, is a is a ring. Yeah. Oh, good good idea, Bill. How's that? How's the uh, escape I going? Oh, I'm doing really well. I, I got the saw out, <laughs> but it hurt. I cut my I cut my fingers on the saw from the inside. I take all of the oh, cards. Can I wiggle my feet to make sure those are my real feet? Uh, sure. Cool. You can feel your real feet wiggling. No, maybe that's a proprioception trick, and my feet are hidden away in a secret compartment. Well, either way, you're staring up at the ceiling. You can't even see your feet, so are you can just wiggling? feel your feet wiggling. Neil, are my feet wiggling? That's a decent question because in some of these magic boxes where you saw someone in half, the feet are sticking out the opposite end. Is mm. that is that the mm. case here, or are they inside? That's what. It, uh, so that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, my feet are sticking out. But they are my human feet. If I wiggle them, they wiggle. I couldn't say. You can't see it, so I can't tell you. <laughs> okay, but neither can Neil, because he's not the game master. He doesn't know your feet that well. <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> I can wiggle them in a pattern. I can be like, left, All left, right. right, 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 left. Here's wiggle, what I wiggle, do. Wiggle, 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 left, left, right. You underestimate magicians. <laughs> I take the wooden cane, and I, I walk around <laughs> to the foot side of fill in the box, and I... <laughs> Without rearing back, I whack his left foot. And? Does he shout in pain? I hadn't planned for this. (laughs) Do do I go, ah! (laughs) Okay, no, but we haven't told you that you have a wooden leg already. Ah, Ah, fair enough. That wooden leg gets you. Can't work it out. All right, um, um, I, I, I put the cane back and I walk up and I, I do want to check out this magical ring. Yeah, for what it's worth, <laughs> you guys called it, you know exactly what this is. It's a single ring that is appropriately sized and in all things appearance for a linking ring trick. Nice. It is a single ring. There though? is only one. And if I, if I tug on the ring or look for any uh, ways for it to potentially not be a single un... Like, like solid it, ring? You've done a little bit of this sort of ring magic trick stuff, and this one seems like a solid ring. Mm-hmm. Nice. It seems like a solid ring, but in the world of magic, who can say anything? That's true. He taps it against the cane, says, look at this, solid. These metal things clink against each other. Yeah. So remember, the wood was, it seems like it's secretly metal. <laughs> it um, feels like okay. it might be just the right size to put around Bill's neck in the box. Could I do that? <laughs> 
you know what? It kind of is. It's a bit necklacey, so a bit, you know, it could be necklacey sized. <laughs> nice. It fits so I'll, perfectly around his head. I'll put that around his head, and then I'll take the black umbrella, and I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna hang <laughs> the black umbrella on the ring around Bill's neck. All right. How do you feel about this? A little tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but protected from the rain. You, you're a better hook than the actual hooks are, though, which has got to be a compliment. <laughs> then I take the deck of cards and I put them in Bill's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first episode where someone has put cards in a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like using Bill as, as, a, as a building block for toys. Just no, I've, che- I've checked these already. Just put them on Bill. <laughs> Can I look underneath the small table? You can indeed. Oh, look at Danny. She's checking her notes. There's something written under there in permanent marker. Mm. It says, that's not a cane. Ah, that's not a cane. This is a cane. (laughs) Okay. So I figured that that's the case. The cane, which was wooden... (gasps) Does the does the no the cane was metal? It was it was painted to look like wood. Correct. Can you rotate? Does it like link up? Can you like can you bend it into a into a ring? Oh, that's a great idea. Can, can the can the cane bend? Doesn't look like it should work, but Neil, if you give it an experimental sort of tug, better than you expected, it does. It does a full on like snap, like one of those <laughs> bracelets that snaps onto your wrist. Oh wow! And. It forms a perfect ring, much like the one on the table. Yes. Nice. Oh, that's cool. So the oh, that's that very cool. It's now a ring. So can I now, um, can I do that but link the, the ring? Well, I, I take the ring off of Bill's neck. And can I link it with, <laughs> with, this, other, uh, with this other one? This... You absolutely can. Okay, so I link them together. You have two rings connected to I each other. I was hoping some magical thing happened when I did that. <laughs> okay, so I have two linking rings. That's not a cane for sure. Um, hmm. Well, I've done, we've done something. I'll leave the linked rings on the table with the cards, and uh, let, let's go check out this mirror that's uh, that's in the wall. I'm just gonna kind of go counterclockwise mm. around the room. So this mirror, it's like a big, tall, wide rectangle in the wall. Um, like built into the wall. You don't notice anything strange about your reflection or anything, but there are some kind of fat, oily smudges in the middle of the glass. There are six greasy fingerprints. Hmm. Um, are the fingerprints in any kind of order or, or image or shape? No, they seem like someone just sort of leaned against the glass, but somehow with six fingers instead of just one hand or something. Interesting. How he does such good magic. That's why I can't figure out his tricks. Are they proper fingerprints as if I could, I could, I can actually see the, the, the specific fingerprints themselves? Yeah, in theory. Interesting. Okay. So six prints. Why six, six prints? Bill? We, we, we heard six prints. We did? One of the tricks. Oh, six prints two, and three, two, three. three. Oh, ah, six oh, prints. Ah, this is exciting. Okay. I wrote that down as prints with a C-E. Was it prints with a C-E or was it print T-S? You know what? Lan asked in the playtest, and I completely froze. <laughs> well, what's how's it written? In I wrote it like the royalty, but okay. this is an audio medium, so oh, I figured it didn't how matter. Fun. Oh, that's so cool! Six prints. Okay. Like I was just looking at my notes, and I'm hearing in my ears just now six prints, six prints, and I'm looking at my notes. Where I've written the word six prints. Oh, okay. Uh, how do we connect that? 
Well, they certainly seem like they would connect in some way. Right. But we don't <laughs> That'd be have... pretty bad game design <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> we don't really have anything. I'm looking to see what we... What's in my inventory? Just my magic wand. Inventory? Just the wand. Uh, hmm. Can we look at the... What, what, are the, what are the instructions for six prints? Well, there, are, there are eight rules for six prints, and they start pretty easy, but then they get a eight little bit rules more complicated. For dating my teenage prince. Yep. Like the first rule just says no red queens. No red queens. Okay. Right. The second one says, in fact, no hearts at all. <laughs> nice. I love this. No hearts at all. Okay. And the third one says, aces are low. AKA ace equals one. Got it. Then it starts to get a little bit more interesting. Um, instruction four says, deal odd spades in order. Okay. Even clubs in order. Even clubs. And then, whew, this must be exhausting to perform on stage. The first six diamonds backwards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the first six diamonds. And rest of the clubs backwards. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you're not even up to the last step yet. Rest of the clubs. And finally, rest of diamonds and spades interspersed evenly. Oh, okay. <laughs> evenly. Well, zippered, if you prefer. Yeah, okay. zippered. Uh, I've I'm excited that. to actually do this with the cards that we have uh yeah, so let's thing. see what happens. So let's get rid of yeah. all the... I'm I'm sorry I didn't send you a physical pack of these cards as well, Neil. It oh, would have the time. probably been more fun. So I've got my physical ones. I'm taking... We want no hearts. So no hearts at all. So those can go away. Queen of Diamonds is out too. And Ace is one. Does that mean I should move the Aces to the other end of these things? Smart. They're, so they're not high. So I'm going to move them to the... Other ends. I feel like you're helping a bit too much for someone who is locked in a box. You know, I've got the real, I've got the physical cards here. I'm not going to pass <laughs> up this opportunity just because I'm in a virtual <laughs> box. So let's deal the odd spades in order. So we would start with Ace okay. of Spades, which would be F. Then uh, the Three of Spades is an R. Then R. Five is O. Then o. Seven is M. And Nine is M. M. And are we going to go with the jacks and the kings as... Yeah, I think so. I... From it. From mid, I have. Yes, and then cool, the I love it. And then even clubs in order. Now, that could mean just even as well, like even the clubs in order. But let's say it's even numbers. <laughs> That's good. It could. Oh, and sure um, enough, I see a pattern forming because if I go 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, queen of clubs... I complete M-I-D-D-L-E, middle, 8 is O, 10 is F, Q, uh, queen is R, from middle of R. Then I have oh, the first... This is so slower in person. The first Wait till you get to six, the interspersing part, you'll have the advantage. <laughs> the first six diamonds backwards. So I'm going to again start with the ace, and I'll go E, S, U, M, O, and... Oh, did I do that right? Yeah, but it's backwards, so it's oh shoot, you're right. U S E of. Oh, thank God! I was going. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's going on? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. From middle of, of room. R O O M. Use U S E. So from middle of room, use 
And then we have the rest of the clubs backwards. So okay. that would be, wait, hold on. Oh, that's seven of them? That's the odd clubs backwards. Yes, the odd clubs backwards. So that would be, oh man, three, five, seven, nine, Jack. So that would be I've got to take a photo R- of this after I'm done. I- <laughs> N G S P of rings. rings with a P. Don't forget the ace. Oh, P U. And U, yeah. Of so that might be like put or something. Middle of room. Use rings. P U. And then we now have the rest. Rest of the diamonds. The rest of the diamonds and spades interspersed evenly. Oh my. Gosh. So, shall I start with the two of spades or the seven of diamonds? Mm. The order that it says. So it the rest says of the diamonds, diamonds and spades. Okay, so let's spade. go. L L. Pull. M I. My finger. D D. <laughs> pull. L E. Middle. H O. Okay. Pull middle hook. Okay. Wait. I think we've just solved something. So, so using, the using the six prints instructions on uh, the, 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 the instructions say, from middle of room, use rings, pull middle hook. Oh, that's so cool. Wait a second. I think oh, that's so cool. That's an amazing thing. I feel like I should actually just do this. I rush to the <laughs> middle hook and I use the two rings in, the, the two rings together and I put them on the middle hook and I give the middle hook a pull. You give it a pull and the hook, it does a little wobble and you think you hear a noise come from somewhere sort of beneath you, sort of behind you, but nothing seems to happen. And perhaps it's because you're not in the very middle of the room. Oh, oh, fair enough. So can and I... And annoyingly, if you, if you go stand in the middle of the room... Your, your two rings are not enough to reach that hook. But what about the wooden cane? That that seems like it's long enough. I could hang the hooks on the cane and stretch. Does it have a hook, the cane? The wooden cane is currently a ring. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. The wooden cane is a ring. What about uh, I've that? I've taken photos of these cards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them back now. Okay. Oh, that was so cool. What about the black Sorry, umbrella? I... Could I hook the rings onto the black umbrella, keeping it closed and then... And then extend my arm and use the, the, the hook end of the umbrella with the rings attached to attach it to the middle hook? It seems ineffective in some way. And a part of you suspects, okay, maybe like maybe I'm just not quite there yet. Or maybe it's something specifically about these rings. Like maybe there's a conduction element to this or something. Interesting. Does that mean we're going to find a third ring? Yeah, linking rings tend to happen in threes more than twos. So mm. we might need a third <laughs> ring, or we could use the magic wand in some way. But you know what? We might also be getting <laughs> ahead of ourselves here because we haven't examined yeah, the whole right side of the room yet. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, still gonna, in a box. We're going to talk about this for ages, and then you're just going to be like, on the chest of drawers, there's a ring. <laughs> <laughs> in the second drawer, there's a ring and, <laughs> and a battery. sitting right there the whole time. Okay, um, so... Let's leave the hooks. Let's leave the two rings on the middle hook that wants to do something but isn't. I put the umbrella back, uh, and I'm I, I'm gonna sort of uh, go over and look at this water tank, like this Houdini's water torture cell tank. Yeah, so it's about six feet tall. You can reach the top. You can't. There's no lid, but you know it's a little bit tall to effectively reach inside. 
you're not sure how much you'd want to anyway, because swimming around inside this tank is a little electric eel. Mmm, conductor. That's a ring. It's a ring. Well, there's a label on the bottom of the tank that says that it's a girl eel named Tom. Uh-huh. And while you're while you're looking down reading that, you see something on the floor inside the tank, sort of sitting pressed up against the glass. Oh no. There's a ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm in a box. Hey, hey, how do I get the ring with the electric? Like here if anyone water. hits Tom, she'll zap you. Right, we did see that. If anyone hits Tom, she'll zap you. I feel like this is a high-stakes game of operation. <laughs> Indeed. And we need to hook the ring. It's about six feet deep. So I could, we could either try and distract Tom with something, maybe fish food or some kind of thing to distract Tom so that I can jump and grab the ring and pull it out. Or I can try and pull out the ring without having to get my hands near an electric eel. Yeah, we need like a... F- Fishing line or something. Well, that seems like it would attract the eel. <laughs> Can true. I try my, my black umbrella uh, hook using the hook of the umbrella trick in the water? It's not quite... Uh, you can't stretch quite far enough. No. And Tom doesn't look happy that something has entered her tank. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Blows angry Aww. bubbles. Uh, I could... <laughs> Open the umbrella <laughs> in the in the water tank and just oh, push, no. push it down so that <laughs> so that poor Tom is sort of trapped in the corner like a sleep net. Tom. Scoop him out. <laughs> All right, okay. You know what's gonna happen? So Neil, you know what's gonna happen? Yeah. You're gonna have to eventually. You're gonna come back to me, look at the box I'm in, and they'll be like, "Oh, there's just a code." Oh, there's just like you don't need to. You can just open it. It's not. It's not locked. Just take the lid off. I said there was no way to open. That it wasn't an obvious way to open it. All right. Okay. We do need. We need your ten buttons. Uh, yeah. To be pushed to open your box. Um, yeah, man. We haven't seen colors anywhere yet. We sure haven't. But well, we check the we do see a chest of, of drawers. drawers. Let's take a look at this chest of drawers. There are ten drawers. Actually, there are only two. It's pretty wide rather than high. The top drawer is held shut with an incredibly flimsy-looking wooden lock. The bottom drawer doesn't budge when you pull on it, and you notice that on the far left of it, there's a much fancier lock. It's a little electronic one holding it shut. And there's a tiny keyboard where you can input letters, and its screen is currently flashing the words, Bird Name? And it's funny, like you try to pull on this drawer just a little bit, because you never know. But as you do, the stranger it feels under your grip, like this one isn't really a drawer at all the bottom one yeah hmm you can't quite pinpoint it oh, but it doesn't feel right gonna open up like a doorway into a secret room oh i love that idea oh this wood the, the top How? drawer does it uh, it looks like a flimsy lock uh do i need a yeah. key for it or could i just smash it with something it looks it's almost flimsy enough that you could probably crush it on your bare hands but not quite that flimsy could i it use my magic like wand with the with the with the heavier end like a hammer it's not quite that yeah. heavy yeah so it doesn't seem to work hmm okay hmm. oh 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 what i think i know what we can use oh the saw the saw you have the thin saw that's it's on top of your thing <laughs> we could use that yeah. and saw the little wooden uh, lock of the top drawer of the chest of drawers. It works perfectly. Nice. And the lock breaks in two, falls to the floor, and the top drawer slides open easily. Inside, you see two things. 
The first is a long, shimmering cloak, neatly folded up. Ooh. And the second is a metal ring. Ah, cloak and another ring. Let me out of my box. No kidding. <laughs> Let me out of the box. Well, can we take the third ring and lo- and link it together with the other two? So we're just keeping this this growing set of rings linked. Well, is, is that enough rings now? It absolutely links up. But once again, it's not long enough. So even though they normally come in sets of three... There must be four at least. Because, yeah, mm. so three rings still can't get us from the middle of the room to that hook. I mean, it makes sense that Tony Stein probably has more than one pack of magic rings. So He's a real it's magician. It's not that surprising <laughs> He's that there's more. more. Than three rings. Oh, we need more rings. I was so hoping that the third ring would be enough to pull the hook I'm from so the middle sorry. of the room. Remember, there's one in the eel tank. Oh, of course, yeah, the, the tank, the eel ring, mm. of course. Okay, so that'll be enough. Definitely that doesn't look like Neil's one ring away from the hook. Oh, he's getting there. (laughs) Can I look at this long shimmering cloak that's in the drawer? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a big glittering red cloak with sleeves and a hood. Tony Stein's wearing a similar one on stage right now. Wow. Can I, uh, if I put it on, what happens? Mm. You stick your arms into the sleeves and there is in fact something up the sleeve. Uh Do cloaks have, okay. You feel a soft lump around the rest, the wrist area of the left arm. You push on it and out pours a whole string of coloured handkerchiefs. <gasps> colours! Colours! Nice. We found a bunch of colours. Ten, in fact. Ten Ooh. handkerchiefs and all connected. And what colours are those handkerchiefs, Danny? There's a red one and a purple one. Is there it a... was green you need take and a... yeah, yellow exactly. and orange colors. and blue yeah. and pink and white and brown and black. That's a stream of many colours. <laughs> Amazing technicolors. <laughs> oh, you look handsome. You look smart. You're like a like a walking work of art. <laughs> um, I'm assuming these are tied together as one long uh, yes. one long string. So can I can Indeed I go to uh, the box that Bill's in and the ten buttons that are there in the box? And can I input the same order of the the scarves tied together uh, and push those ten buttons and see if I can get Bill out of this box? You certainly can, and once you've put all ten in correct order, you hear a click and the lid to the box swings open. Huzzah! <laughs> and then I... No, I, I, I can't. I've been institutionalised. I can't leave the box anymore. I, I, I lift Bill up by one hand and I... I, I there is no in, life but box. I put him in my arms and we spin around and then we both stand and bow <laughs> like we finished the trick. That's it. Yeah, Tom the Eel applauds. Prestige. <laughs> um, okay, now that Bill's out of the box and the box is open, can we examine what's inside the box that he's been yeah. in? Is there any you said there was something under my shoulder. Yeah, there yeah. was. There's a metal ring. <gasps> so many rings. Is that enough rings? You connect your fourth ring and you are almost there. <laughs> oh. You're so close. Five rings. We need that electrified um, ring. I'm going to go punch an eel. Uh... <laughs> Anything else in the box? No, that's it. Okay. But well done. (laughs) The drawer was literally the last thing that was examined. Uh, It was right next to me. The whole time I could see it. I could see the chest of drawers. It's the only thing in the room that I could see. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Okay, so we still need to find Throwing hooks around, (laughs) playing with an umbrella. Doing card tricks. (laughs) Let me out of the box. <laughs> I assumed that you were going to be locked in there for a lot longer than that, actually, and having to like 
have me do things from afar. But uh, <laughs> well, I'm ready I'm now. Glad you're here. Ready to get going. While you stretch and 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 do a little. <laughs> but now there's nothing for you to do because Neil looked at yoga. everything. <laughs> um, we still need to find. It seems the the name of the bird. Right. Yes. So is there any is there anything that I missed at the, with the bird cage? No, yeah, all good. That's shredded paper. It wasn't a bird's name written down over and over again and then shredded. Oh. Not from what you can see, no. <laughs> Damn. Um, what do we What do we have at the moment? We know that we need an extra ring yep. to get the whole pull the hook from the middle of the room, which we solve with the cards. We know that we need we know the where name that of ring a bird is. to open up the the bottom the bottom drawer. Uh, drawer. We know that if anyone hits Tom, she'll zap you. So I guess this is warning us to not touch the the eel. We know that that is a night owl. Oh, that's true. I may be a dove, but I'm a night owl. So I wonder, I wonder, a night owl. Does that mean we have to turn the lights off in here or something to see what happens when it's dark? Yeah, because it's because it's bright now, right? It is bright now. But we don't have a light switch. You do not have a light switch. What if we were to cover the cage with, say, my long shimmering cloak? The long shimmering cloak is bright red, so it doesn't quite have the covering. It, it doesn't make it as dark as you would hope. Let some of the light through. Yeah. Um, um, oh, oh, when we first grabbed that umbrella. Oh, yeah, it casts a dark shadow and it's super curved. So why don't we, op- uh, why don't we open the um, umbrella and, and put the umbrella over the birdcage, hoping that maybe something will come out at night uh, under the shadow of darkness. Yeah. Little owl starts dancing. You balance the open umbrella on top of the birdcage. Make little cooing noises. Come on. It shrouds the cage in darkness. You duck down, you peek underneath, you make your little noises and nothing happens for a bit. But then from inside the top hat, you hear a little shuffle and then a little white head pops out the top. It's a little dove, and it looks very comfortable inside its top hat. Oh, grab it. What's your name, dove? What's your name? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. Tell us or we'll break your neck and feather you. (laughs) Uh, How do we find out the dove's name? Let's just ask. Is the dove, does the dove have any, like a, a name tag or something on its foot? Not that you can see, but of course you can only see its little head poking out. Hmm. So what the the top hat is upside down? Yeah, so like the so opening coming... is at the top. Oh, yeah, that's how a top hat works. Uh that's how a hat goes. Okay, cool. So it's poked its head out of the top of its little top hat. Yes. Could um I, could do we have anything to coax? Put like the magic wand into the cage to see if it'll step up onto the wand like it was a little shelf, like a little Oh, it's such a cute little dove. Actually, the bars of the cage are too thin even for the wand but as you do that the wand and the bars pull towards each other a little bit it is a magnet is that is that how we open the cage door that didn't have an opening mechanism you run it over the cage all around and everywhere seems to be about the same you can't find a way to open the cage oh because there's not even like a a, a door okay so it's just okay but you have definitely confirmed this magnet theory Okay. Magnet. Magnet wand. Where else could we use magnet power? Can we run the magnet over the second drawer of the chest of drawers, the one that looks like it doesn't open at all? 
Uh, you don't seem to find anything does it, metallic does there. Does it stick to the metal rings? It does. Hmm. Okay. Um, but can we use can we use it to get the other ring? <gasps> oh, that's a fantastic idea. Okay, this is this you're you're brilliant. You're genius. So because magnetic forces can conduct through water, can we just go on the outside of the of the of the big giant water tank and just put the mag- the wand against the ring and then slowly slide it up the wall? You absolutely can. Nice. Nice. You drag <laughs> your one tip up and the ring follows until it's no longer in the water and you reach up and you grab that ring number five. Nice. Well thought. Well thought. Oh, that's so cool. We got all the rings. We have five rings. Is that enough rings? It should be enough rings, but aren't they all solid rings? Are we capable of making them all link together? We're just linking yeah, the, four, the four rings to the one. We're just looking for well, weight. We need the whole length of five. Do, yeah. they all, do they all link? You are such good magicians <laughs> that you make them all link in a perfect line. <laughs> perfect. Fantastic. Real magic. <laughs> okay, so now we have the five rings. Uh, and so let's just see what happens if we put them on the middle hook and then stand in the middle of the room. All right. So who's doing this? Not me. Okay. I, uh, I retreat to my box for safety. <laughs> All right. So you put the put the ring over the hook and then walk towards the middle of the room. I thought it would be more fun if you stood in the middle of the room and lassoed the hook, but whatever. Yes, I like that plan too. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you've got pretty – you don't like to brag, but you've got pretty good aim. You could probably manage that if you oh, wanted to. Oh, and it would look so cool because you'd, you'd link the rings so they look like they're a single big thick ring and then you throw it and you hold one end and it just – and they all – flick out it's like the the magic handkerchiefs but of rings i do just that and before i do it i say for my next trick and then i throw (laughs) the rings and then they 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 land in the middle of the hook with a loud clang the final ring reaches its target and it hooks over the hook you give it a pull and the floor underneath your feet vanishes (gasps) you have fallen into my trap hole And Neil is dead. I'll just hang up the Skype call and... (laughs) (laughs) The session is over. How far do I fall? Look, it... it, (laughs) Two inches. It's probably only for a second. It feels like longer than that. But then you land flat on your back on a mattress. Not a regular cushion mattress. It kind of hurts a bit. It feels like a beanbag if all the beans had gotten really old and solid. You look around, but it's kind of dark down here. You can't make out much. You stand up and try to gather your bearings, but there doesn't seem to be much down here but you and this mattress. Interesting. Hello? How you doing down there, Neil? Bill, I'm okay. Now who's in a box? (laughs) You can faintly hear each other. I'm going to take a nice little nap on a wonderful mattress. So much better than the box that you were in for 40 hours. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're not you're not sure of that. The mattress is not a good mattress. It makes you sad to lie on it. Is it? Um, it, it can I examine it? Is it, it, it? It's beanbag material. So is it? Can I feel anything mm. inside of the mattress? You can actually open it up. There's a sort of zip section on the side, so you can take a good look if you want. Brilliant! I'd love to do um, that. Yeah, sure enough. It's not feathers. It's not some nice squishy fabric. There are bags in here. Bags upon bags of bird seed, mm. which. Seems like a terrible thing to fill a mattress full of. Who would want to land on that? But uh, you look at them and it must be some sort of special prescription bird seed because <laughs> it's got a label that says, for Sam. <gasps> However, attached uh-huh. to the frontmost bag, there's a piece of paper that says, 
to return. Must have misheard me over phone. Please reissue with correct name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On another note, while you've been sort of rummaging, you seem to have slid the mattress across the floor a little bit. Which is a good thing, because on the floor by your feet, you can see a button. Press it, press it. Press it. Press, press the it, big red button, Neil. Press it. Press it. Press it. Press it. Press I'm it. not sure why I'm feeling this, but I kind of feel like I should press this button. <laughs> All right. I Neil, press the big red the button. the voice of your conscience speaking. <laughs> press the button. I do. I press the button. You hear a whoosh behind you, and when you turn, you see a section of the wall has disappeared. In its place, there is a staircase going <gasps> up. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Um, I feel like we should, I should, can I throw up a bag of the seed up to Bill through the, through the hole? The trap hole has vanished. Oh, snap. No! It's shut behind you. Okay, well, I, I, I take some seed with me because I feel like I might need that to coax Fair enough. the bird Add later. it to the inventory. Uh, and I and I cautiously go up the magical staircase. You head upwards and you come face to face with a dead end. You're trapped forever. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. you'll die in here. Except at the top of these stairs, there is a mirror. Exactly the same <gasps> size as the one in the back room. Only instead of fingerprints, there are two very visible handprints. Wow. Hmm. You gasped like you knew something was coming. Well, I thought like he was going to be on the other side of the mirror that's in my room. Then we'd be like, there'd be like light change. And then like, it'd be a one way, two way mirror kind of like, like, oh, wow, mirrors. And then we'd like be on the other each side of the mirror. And I'd see him <laughs> and I'd move left and he'd move right. And I'd be like, mm, and I'd scratch my head and he'd scratch his head at the same uh, time. As, and so we'd like, you can, you can see your own reflection. <laughs> Everyone can see their own reflection. <laughs> For now. <laughs> um, two handprints. Can I examine mm. the handprints any 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 closer? Yes, they look like very thorough handprints. Someone clearly did this on purpose. This was not just a casual lean. This was intentional. And they're over. They're quite on the right of the mirror. Let's say. Oh, let me change my drawing. Uh, I put uh... <laughs> or the left. It's okay. <laughs> I have them right smack in the middle, no, so I screwed ruined up. it, Danny. <laughs> I have a feeling this is what I'm hoping is going to happen. I'm going to stand in front of the mirror and I'm going to put my hands on the two hand places and push, hoping that maybe this mirror is uh, can, can spin, like unlock Ooh. and spin and turn into a door and I can push one side forward. You do that and you feel a little bit of give. And Bill, you see the mirror in your room give a little bit of a... Rattle as if someone has pushed on it from the other side. It is a two-way mirror, but it doesn't open. It just. What if? What if I help and push the like? If I push on my right side of the mirror, so that like we have twice the force. Describe how you are pushing it with my six fingers (laughs) in the exact places of those of those six fingerprints. Both of you from your respective sides of the mirror push into the greasy markings and the whole (laughs) mirror flips around under your weight bill you do a jump back so you don't get caught in the back room but neil you are thrown back into the main room yay yay and we and we bow and we bow like we've just done another (laughs) trick the mirror yeah you're doing it for the hidden cameras that i didn't mention earlier yeah yeah. Well, wait, uh, I got, the mirror first, clicks no, back into to, place. First, I have to pick yeah. Bill up and then spin him around. 
yeah. and then we bow. Yet again. That's our. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like our finish. That's our. That's our thing. <laughs> um, the mirror has clicked back into place. It does not look like a door, but the way you flipped it around, it went 180. So instead of the fingerprints, you've got the handprint side facing out now. And it was a bit too dark on the other side to see this, but now up the top of this mirror, there's some Sharpie words written on it. Oh. Sharpie words. And it says, my name is 14, 15, 20, 19, 1, 13. Got it. Okay, so... My name is one, two, three, four, five, a six letter name. That sounds like Sam, apparently. <laughs> Sam is like Sam. <laughs> uh, okay. The first name is Jam Jam. <laughs> so, what do I'm, I I got so excited and, and thrown literally as I went down a, a flight <laughs> and then back up again that now I'm, I need to look back and see what we still have that we haven't yet made use of can we go and feed some seed to the dove underneath the umbrella to see if i can you get absolutely can get more of before it, we do that before we do that i just want to share with you and everyone else that bill just gave me a very dirty look because <laughs> of something that he was just trying in his own notes i, I think i think i've I, I think i may have uh solved this one really is it solvable otherwise yeah. can well, i well maybe i haven't maybe danny's just been real mean to me if it isn't the solution, which I think maybe it's not. Uh, so my thought was, I went, okay, we got, we got numbers. We can do a classic escape room trick and take uh, just that alphabet number, right? So like one, one is, a. is A, two is B, etc. And so I went through and I did that for, 50, uh, for 14, 15, 20, 19, 1, and 13. It spells out, not Sam. <laughs> just n-o-t-s-a-m not sam that's, now, that's either the solution or it's just being mean what's the bird's name it's not sam but maybe it's not sam not sam in the play test the first thing they did they did that and they went oh not some ah not some where's not some fly Flapping about. Well, should we should we try that? I mean, that that we'll we'll try it just in case. Let's type it does in. Does not work. Oh, Sorry, <laughs> you tricked me, Daddy. That's amazing. But anyway, I believe you were going to try something. That would have been my second thought. Well, I got embarrassed instead of you. So wait, Bill, do you think that 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 is that just a red herring clue then, or do I you- think Danny's. It's not even a red herring. It's like a comedy clip. slap with a fish. <laughs> Someone's picked up a herring and slapped you in the face with it. Brilliant. So maybe maybe we can still try. Let's try this. Uh, let's try this seed bird seed to try and get the to get the dove out of mm. out of its hiding All right. place. You sprinkle some of the bird seed through the bars of the cage, and it drops onto that shredded paper at the bottom. And the little dove watches, looks very interested. And without warning, it leaps out of the top hat. It flaps its wings really excitedly, scrambles to grab all the seeds it can. And it's so wild with happiness that a whole bunch of the paper scraps come flying out of the cage and flutter to the floor. And the top hat tips over and rolls on its side. And you can't get it upright again. You can't even get your hands in there. So I guess this is how the dove sleeps now. But there's something taped to the top of the top hat, the one that was resting on the cage before so you can okay. see it there's a piece of paper taped there that says my name you saw it you saw it interesting my name. now in the interest of 
just being a bit tidy, you reach down, you pick up some of those paper scraps, but before you slide them back into the birdcage, you happen to see what's on one of the pieces. There's a diagram. It's a labelled diagram of a magic trick. You look at another couple of pieces, and when you stick a few together, you find yourself finding detailed instructions of some of Tony Stein's most famous tricks. <gasps> We've stolen his secrets! It's incredible. I mean, you can't possibly just put them back in the birdcage now to get pooped all over, so you stick them in your inventory pocket. We stole some secrets. We're going to have our own show. We're going to open world. it across the street from Tony Stein's, just like they <laughs> used to do in the turn of the century, and we'll be even better than yeah. <laughs> He'll, he'll have on the front of his theatre be the great Tony Stein and on the front of ours be like, the better Bill and Neil. <laughs> the greater Bill and Neil. We'll call ourselves Tony Steinier. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm perplexed by the name we've... You, you saw it? You saw it. My name, you saw My it. My name, you saw it. So I'm, a, I'm taking that literally, and I'm looking back to see if we saw anything that's of a word. But it could be some kind of trick there of, like, my name, you saw it. Wait, you saw it. Could it be have to do with the, the, the saw itself? Hmm. You saw it? What would you saw? The box you itself? Ew. We never sawed the box. What do you remember about the saw? Sawing the box, it... Can we do that now that I'm out of it? Can we... <laughs> Nothing happens. Can we the, examine the, fact, the, the saw closer? You, you, ex you exert the saw so much that the blade falls off. So all you've got left is this handle that, uh, if you remember, it had that sticker on it. Yeah. I don't remember it had a sticker on it. That was it the says, anyone zap... Uh, anyone anyone hits, Tom. hits Tom, she'll zap you. Is that... Is that the name? Wait. No, that's the name of the eel. Yeah. What Tom's if we take anyone hits... Tom, she'll zap oh. you. 14, 15, 20, 19, 1, and 13. Anyone hits Tom, she'll zap you. How could I take those words and those numbers? What if we used all of those letters? Because there's got to be 20 letters in that uh, phrase. Anyone oh, in the hits message. Tom, she'll oh, zap the one that was you. on the saw. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, five, wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13. 13 is an M. Uh, 14 is an S, 15 is an H, uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 is a Z, and 20 is an A, which would spell 14, 15, 20, 19, 1, and 13. If I use those letter spells, Shazam, S-H-A-Z-A-M, which sounds oh, like I a very it. magical bird name. <laughs> when, when you found when you got one and thirteen being A and M again, I was like, "Is this also going to say not Sam?" <laughs> Just to mess with us. <laughs> nope, you got it wrong again. Uh, Shazam! Double dose awesome. of comedy. I say I, I stand <laughs> proudly and I say for my next trick, and then I run like a little schoolgirl over to the chest of drawers and I try to input Shazam into the bottom drawer. You hear a successful sounding clicking noise and with a bit of difficulty, you wrench that drawer all the way open nice. and you look at what's inside. A dead body. At the bottom of the drawer is not the bottom of a drawer. <gasps> Instead, there's a hole and a ladder heading downwards and from this seemingly secret passage in the far off distance, you can hear the sound of audience applause. Oh. The theater. The theater. Is that are we done? Are we escaped? You clamber down, the, down ladder, the ladder. You sprint down a dark hallway. And when you finally see a light, you rush towards it. 
You shove past a heavy curtain and find yourself tumbling on stage, mere feet away from Tony Stein with a huge crowd staring at you. Oh, no. Tony Stein looks shocked. The audience looks baffled. And you have a bit of a mind blank and you stick your hands in your pockets nervously. And you find those pieces of shredded paper. Ooh. This man kind of kidnapped you and you have all the secrets of his every magic trick. You could use this for revenge. You could just like throw these into the audience. You could read them out. You could tell everybody. You could ruin him right here. If you could stand to break the magician's code like that. (laughs) We had a plan. We're going to take these, develop our own magic show, set up across the street and ruin his career that way. We've got this already sorted. I would much rather ruin his career subtly than just uh, exposing it to poor audiences who are just looking yeah, for Because that'll good, ruin our career time. as well. That's true. Because we'll be that like masked betrayer magician from that TV show. Yeah, we'd rather be the Siegfried and Roy yeah. than Valentino. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Listeners, just tweet which one of us is Siegfried and which one of us is Roy. Uh, I'm blonder. Make, I, so I'm I the tiger? Sig- I'm the tiger? You're the tiger. <laughs> Too soon. Um, <laughs> what should we do? I think that we, uh, it's just, now, now we're just at a moral question. <laughs> the whole audience is sitting there watching us <laughs> kneels on stage, just, <laughs> just pondering. <laughs> Hold on guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, we, we, we've got a plan. We got it. We're going to have our own show with all of his tricks, except for the one that he goes and gets from Tesla. And then that's real magic. And, and we don't, we there's a whole thing. That's true. I, 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 th- I don't think he's done oh, any... I didn't ask if you two were twins. Oh, yeah, we're also identical twins. We're identical twins. We've been sharing the same life. We're conjoined, which has been very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that we, uh, we say for our next trick to the audience, <laughs> and then uh, we slowly show Tony Stein that we have the, pap- the, the papers, but we Ooh, fold yeah. them up, put them in our pocket, I pick up Bill, I spin him around, we bow, and then we just run off stage. I love it. <laughs> Poof of smoke. Yeah. I don't think we you should succeed. expose him. <laughs> from, from somewhere in the distance, awesome. you hear some confused sounding applause. <laughs> and, one, and one guy in the back just like, yeah, loved it. Yeah. So much better than this Tony guy. <laughs> Tony sucks. <laughs> but the next day... Uh-oh. After all of this, the exhilaration still running through your minds. In fact, not even the next day. Like, an hour later, you're, I don't know, where are you? In a bar celebrating yeah. your success? Oh, yeah. Someone comes up to you, and it's none other than Tony Stein. And oh, boy. he looks at you very somberly, and he says, you found my tricks. <laughs> that was it. That was the test. You win. <laughs> No, we he didn't. We didn't, Tony. We're certainly not, we're not here at the bar taping these strips of paper together. <laughs> Tony Stein grins. Okay. And he says, you did it. You've <laughs> won. We did it. We're going to be his new apprentices. We passed the test. <laughs> yes. And he announces to the bar as if it's all part of the show. These individuals have just undertaken the most stressful challenge of their lives. <laughs> Not only did they need to prove their skills to succeed, they had to do it while believing they had been betrayed by somebody they admired. But they've done it. They have overcome all obstacles 
And now the only fitting reward is that I take them on as my apprentices and lead them along the path to becoming even better (laughs) magicians than I am. The Tony Steiners. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole bar claps and your name, Albert Einstein. (laughs) We did it. Awesome.